You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. Welcome back, guys. This is episode 61 of the Band Geek Podcast. This is part two of our show with Hanan Rubinstein. I'll do a quick review. Hanan Rubinstein is an incredible musician, producer, and engineer who is the current touring guitar player with Alicia Keys, but his credits also include work with Pharrell Williams, Kanye West, Bonnie Raitt, Carol King, John Legend, David Byrne, James J.T. Taylor, Keisha Cole, Nas, Ellie Goulding, Jadakiss, KRS-One, The Funk Brothers, Jeff Richmond, Roy Hargrove, DMX, General Hudson, and the list goes on. He's a really impressive guy. He's hilarious. He's an incredible guitar player. I'm sure if you heard last week, he kills. But what we're going to do this week is even crazier because we're going to do some really fun R&B songs. And uh, we goof off a little bit because this is Band Geek and we can't help it. Uh, before we get started, please support Band Geek by using our Amazon link. I know I say it every week. I say it because it helps us and it helps us keep going. So go to riotcast.com slash bandgeek. At the top of the page, there's an Amazon banner. You just click on that banner before you do your Amazon shopping. And then a small percentage of your purchase goes to helping out our show. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Uh, One important note, make sure you go to that link before adding anything to your cart or it doesn't count for us. So uh, please continue to do that. If you have been, we really, really appreciate it and we love you. So uh, that's it. Check out Hanan Rubenstein Part 2. Where we left off, we were about to ask Hanan about his R&B work, which is what he does with a lot of the artists I just named. And uh, I hope you enjoy that. So here we go. The thrilling conclusion to band geek Hanan Rubenstein. into R&B among other things yeah because it seems like that's I mean if one looks at your website or your discography or mm-hmm. Wikipedia page there's a lot of R&B yeah. and, and hip hop I like the soulful to... stuff that's, yeah that's for sure that's like you, would you say that's mostly what you like to play in your that, bag like uh, like I'm back in the hood <laughs> and my mother's <laughs> ringing the dinner bell <laughs> So let's um let's talk about some of the people, and you can brag about yourself here. This is the perfect time to do it. Let's talk about some of the artists you work with. I mean, you're right now you're currently Alicia Keys guitar player, or when she's on tour, right? Yeah, we're doing something next week. Actually, that's really uh cool. She does a, a charity every year. It's called Blackball, and uh, there's always different artists to come in. Like we did it with Pharrell last year, and Puffy, and all kinds of different people. But it's uh I actually don't know who's doing it. And we're doing it in a week and a half, so that's <laughs> <laughs> I probably should find out. But it's a uh, it's always a nice thing to uh, be included uh, into all these other people's repertoire, and and she has quite the pull. So there's always an exciting person or two on that list. I'm so impressed by that by the your your list of people you've played with and people you've worked with in the studio. It's super impressive. And also, like the other day, I uh, not the other day, a few months ago, I had to go do something at the D'Angelico showroom. Mm-hmm. And there's a picture of you on the wall with like your model. I'm like, wow, that's fucking awesome, you know. And, and I'm I'm always you know I'm always proud to see people you know purchase people in you know b- being successful. But I'm looking at the names like you 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 did something with Kanye. Yeah, we did a uh, few things with them. Wow, and um, that was and- actually it was the craziest uh, thing. We did this thing for MTV for the Nike Air Force One anniversary. And uh, we ended up, you know, we had rehearsals for, for a full week with him. And <clears throat> it was weird because I was the only person he could see. There was a really tall stage where the band was. And he was in the front of the stage. And Kanye is actually really amazing. I know a lot of people have a lot of shit to say about Kanye West. And some of it I, I get. But the guy is very, very talented and definitely on top of his shit and uh like he might not know hey Hanan, play that minor chord or play that major mm-hmm. chord but he'll recognize colors and we, when we were rehearsing he would do and i'll get to the stage story in a second but when we were rehearsing he'll he'll treat things as like um 
colors or like or like pieces and he'll say okay this thing do it here that thing do it there and he would almost construct you can almost see him constructing it like of course all of us as producers like we know how to do that or or um or uh people who are like let's say are arrangers or orchestrators they understand the pieces but to see him uh as not a let's call it like musically educated in the sense that he didn't like study theory um to see him treating the pieces and the colors as what they are and then just kind of fitting them where they go was pretty remarkable, you know? So there's definitely a lot of talent there. Um, and then to get back to the stage story, what, what he ended up doing was he wanted to drop the beat in and out, but he wasn't sure because he was feeling it. So <laughs> I was the only person in front of the stage and the rest of the guys were, were behind me. And whenever he would like feel a drop, he would just go like this and lift his fist up and, and I would have to stop the band. It was like <laughs> nerve wracking, you know. I was like, what, twenty two, wow. and this was like right when I like. Yeah. All those records came out, you know, the second album, and uh, yeah. it was when he was really starting to hit, and uh, it was nerve wracking. But we got through <laughs> it. We got through you it. Think? Yeah, we got through it. Now, what about your? You've collaborated quite a bit with uh, Rita Ora. Yeah. Um, now, what what did you do with her specifically? Well, I actually help her with a few things. So we, we do a lot of stuff, uh, just the two of us, you know. Acoustic guitar sort of thing? Yeah, just me and her. And then I also help vocal coach her. So uh, um, you can't really hear it with my cough today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we, uh, we do a lot of warm-ups and like we go through the songs and, and make sure that stuff is uh, sung the right way or we try different, appro- not right, but we try different approaches to make... Uh, the most of, of of the instrument you know the voice is the perfect instrument and there's so many different ways to approach the same thing so you know making sure she's in her resonance and using her her uh, breathing correctly blah 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 boring boring but she's uh it's important stuff she's yeah you know uh rock stars go to bed at seven and wake up early so they can be prepared for the next day so she's uh she's definitely great man and so i do a lot of that with her as well as as playing and definitely looking forward to doing some more writing with her one day I, I love the um the type of you know I I can see you on like a morning show sometimes or you're being oh god those are the worst we I got to do one of those finally that's like not you know, so glamorous is it it's wake up at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> mm-hmm. and, welcome yeah <laughs> we did we, uh, Andy and I we did one on Fox with the Blue Oyster mm. Cult and it was a lot of work for for a not so great uh, <laughs> results but you know because sometimes you have the um, local guys mixing you and I mean or the the house guy mixing you and they don't know right. your songs so that was interesting yeah the best morning shows are the ones when you're still jet lagged from the flight like if you do the Australian morning shows those are great because you feel like it's just normal it's, time it's 8 p.m. <laughs> all you of you guys are tired but I'm fine <laughs> Um, so you've gotten to, you know, what, what's your favorite place to tour? Like when you go to a certain place, like what city do you know? Oh, this is my favorite place to visit. Well, I'm married now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just kidding. You should have asked him this a year ago. No, no, I'm I'm very well behaved. Ish. And, uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, th- there are so many amazing places. Like crowd, crowd wise, I would say. Australia. Really? Australia. We did a tour with Alicia and John Legend together. Oh, cool. And there's actually a, there's a few clips on YouTube. We did a, a few, like we did one, one, one segment where it was just me and Alicia and John. We did a, a redemption song, Bob Marley, oh. that right after Nelson Mandela passed. And then we did, a, just the three of us, we did a whole segment where it was just us three and like... Two hundred thousand. Oh my people. god! I, 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 it was, it was amazing. I hate that. I need someone else playing with me. When there's that many people in the audience, I don't want to be the only guy on stage playing. It's I want someone else. You're, you're to play literally with me. naked. Like, yeah, the kimono is open. <laughs> yeah. When I did that, that, that sash is gone. It blew <laughs> down the road. Like, when I did that, I got to do this gig. It was a queen. It's not two hundred thousand people, and in, in like like that. But it was just this one little thing. I was doing that Queen Symphonic gig, and there was we did Love of My Life, mm. and it was me, and the orchestra, and a singer, right? And which is I'm like, oh, I know that I song like the back of, the back it. of my head. No, I was like, I love this song. It's one of my favorite songs. I got this. Uh-uh. So I'm playing it, and I'm on stage, and I realize this one part was just me and the whole orchestra is waiting for a cue, and I'm thinking, 
oh fuck he's like I don't want to do where's, like, where's the drummer come on bring, bring something back in but that's just to let people understand how nerve wracking that is you have two superstars in front of you Alicia Keys John Legend 200,000 people in the audience or whoever, however many huge tour and you are the sole timekeeper you are the sole instrument up there that is just like that would drive me nuts and there's no you know i remember she did an extra few bars and <laughs> i was like okay do we end here or, you know it, it's it's wide open um but i never really got nervous honestly with with people it was always cameras like this to me right now is a lot more intense than um this like, is a different like, thing it's a you, different thing yeah. yeah because you know it's it's out there forever. I mean, I guess now with YouTube, everything's out there anyway. But uh, it feels out there. Yeah, there's a camera shoved in your face. It feels out yeah. there. Well, the camera's you... off right now, so don't worry about that. No, that's no, all. Still, it's still there. It's still like shadowy and. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I never minded all the. We have a lot of people um, come in here and they say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I can play this song," and they sit here and they just totally you know it's a different thing i said yeah because it's not like you're in a, a room with blasting speakers it's very quiet everything is super clear and and it's more focused than you're used to there's no there's no like mush to get right. to get stuck in it's like you you're making the music so this is i mean i i've sort of this the first like six or so episodes we did this i, I just like i can't play good on this show like i don't know what it is i can go play a gig but i cannot play good on this show and it's then tough it, it's it, tough like because you don't have your amp, especially as a guitar player mm-hmm. you don't have your amp so you can't really feel it right <laughs> and then there's this di setup and there's this whole mm-hmm. like like no excuses like we play what we play right yeah but like even like the donnelly or whatever we play like it yeah. was just like it's different it's like you're constantly fighting to feel to feel something, you're digging, 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 and you that's gotta, good. You gotta make it out of nothing with this. But <laughs> well, it's there's funny. something visceral, visceral, yeah. um, visceral about how <laughs> much the stage volume plays to you, and also how much you're feeding off the energy right. from the people in front of you. Oh, absolutely. I, find I sing really poorly when it's a small group of people, but the the more people and the more energy that I'm getting from them, the better I'll perform. And I feel like it's like that with everybody, whether yeah. they're conscious of it or not. And you and you end up doing different things. Like you end up reaching for different stuff. Like yeah. I, there's a few shows that I watch back when even parts where I know like I have a set thing that I play, it just turns into a whole other section, but just on the virtue of being free. I think that's what makes live performance so special, though. Once you get past you that initial hump. Someone. Yeah. You get, like, I mean, as a performer and also as a concert goer, it's right. like, I feel like there are so many concerts that I've, I hadn't liked the band. I go there, I see them, I love the band, right. I'm, I'm a follower for the rest of my life. And I think a lot of that has to do with that connection you make and that exchange of, I mean, mm. I keep saying energy. energy, but yeah. it's an yeah. exchange yeah. of yeah, it's energy. energy. No, it's absolutely. And it, it's special. It's a, you connect, and it's it's something that happened once and only once. When know? I when I switched to in ear monitors, I had a big problem uh, because it's like an existential crisis. It, it was because uh, I would have my amp on, you know, blasting on ten. I would run around the stage, and I would just, you know, I I'd feel like Angus Young. And then when I put the in ears in, I was like, whoa! It just like it went, went yeah. like all the energy just got sucked out. I was like, oh, now I have to work. I can't let like adrenaline or volume dictate. I have to just sit here and, and play the right shit. <laughs> I did one of those uh, like a similar Queen Symphonic gig yeah. where where I did just background vocals, and it's the first time I ever did a gig where there was no stage monitor, there was no stage volume, there was nothing but the orchestra. And if I popped my ear out, because like I'm, That's I'm it. I pop yeah. my ear out all the time, like when right. I'm on a gig, but. If I pop my ear out, I'm hearing nothing. How's, how's Alicia's stage volume? Is, is there stuff going on on stage? or? It depends on the gig. Like, and it depends on the sizes. Like When we did tour, it's wide open. But sometimes there's like a house. You know, a house limit. Had, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it depends on the configuration because I get to play a lot of different scenarios with her. Like Sometimes it's just me, her, and background singer. Sometimes it's a full band. Sometimes it's just like three or four of us. Sometimes it's us plus... You know, eight other people, right? Horn section, whatever. Richie, yeah. what, did, what did you have on Saturday? In ears. Uh, yeah. I, I, I always have in ears. The whole band, or I, I actually was the yeah. one that got the band on in ears because we had monitors, mm-hmm. and I said, and they used to put me in front of Buck's amp, which was raging on stage, mm-hmm. and I had to go like, I can't see no reason to put up a. Fi-. I was like, there's no way I'm hearing that from a monitor 
with, with this with a Marshall behind me. Right. Forget it. So I I would Taking bring. So I actually yeah. love playing with in ears. I you got you got you have to learn how to how to do it though. It's it's yeah, a learning curve. It's the perfect like it's the perfect combination of studio and live because you got the people and you got the stuff happening as you're playing. People are reacting to you, but you can hear everything. And you can preserve your ears. If you have a good monitor engineer, though, <laughs> like if you have a bad monitor, is the worst if you don't have the right guy. Andy's the best horrifying. monitor engineer in the world. I'm am convinced. Andy is sick. <laughs> Andy, I'm just, I'm I just saying like this. Your monitor Musicians are the best engineers. Andy, I will, yeah. I will Andy crushes the monitors. It's crazy. Well, Top men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's do a song because now we're, we're, since we're on the uh, the R and B subject, songs. let's do. Um, we have a, a few prepared. Do you want to do the the one that Amber's gonna sing or the one that I'm gonna sing? Whatever, Let's yeah. Do the one I, you're gonna sing. I think sing we should that. do the one. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, the one you're gonna sing, and then the other one's a, a better end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I, all this cryptic I talk, thought, guys. I thought that um, Hanan was gonna sing half this with me, so uh, I'll just sing that because you're not you're a little under the weather, right? Yeah, I'm a little under. Sorry. Right, let's um. It's that time of year, man. Let's go. Let's Everyone's go through this. Jacked up. Yeah. He this also the, segued into this song like nine times, and I couldn't jump in. Oh, sorry. No, because not purposely, but he kept just saying, it's just me and her on stage, or it's just me and him on stage. There's just two of us. <laughs> We're doing Just the Two of Us by Bill Withers, who is not only an amazing singer, but his name is also a sentence. How do you make a, a duck sing soul music? How? You put it in a microwave until it's Bill Withers. His name is a sentence. It's great. There used to be a thing on Paul Gilbert's website yes. of, of of musicians whose names are also full sentences. It was Bill Withers, uh, Bill Withers, Brian May, uh, Alan uh, <laughs> Alan Holdsworth, Alan Holdsworth. <laughs> I feel like Victor Borga just walked into the room. I thought we were gonna do the Will Smith version of this song. Oh yeah. I thought we were doing the Austin Powers version of the yes. Doctor Evil version. No, I just want to do nice clean rap. <laughs> How about your mom and dad by getting a job so who you can help pay for school supplies? Put you on your seatbelt. <laughs> Wipe your shoes on the. All right, this this uh, song is. I think this is one that everybody should know because I mean, there's there's like a, an R and B repertoire. Like I know you jammed it like the Village Underground and, and a lot of spots in Manhattan, right? The Village Underground, as of last week, is no more. For, really? For what? the Sunday night jams at the Soul. I saw that. Yeah, the oh, soul, uh, the soul jam session is gone. That's it. Are they That's still doing the Monday night? I think so. Yeah, Cheryl Pepsi Riley. Damn. Uh, I think I saw you play there once with our friend Eric Merovich. I think, or maybe it was a different wow, place. Wow, Eric Merovich. Yeah. Good man. Very good. <laughs> Love that guy. He's um, great. So um, he's very merry. This is one of those songs that you kind of have to know, and if you don't know it, we're gonna teach it to you right now. Um, so this is just the two of us by Bill Withers. Um, starts off on it's it's in the key of like um, F minor, right? So it starts off starts off with this. <laughs> that's that's A, Andy. He said F minor. Oh, sorry. So the main chords in this song are, and correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. Um, D flat major seventh, uh, C seventh, F minor, then. E flat minor seventh, A flat seventh, two D five. flat yeah two five. Thank you, Andy. It's the harmonica. <laughs> two five. <laughs> Anand's got us all doing it now. It's a two five. E flat minor seventh. Yes, it is. A flat uh, dominant seventh, D flat really major seventh, C seventh, huh? F minor seventh. So then there's that little uh, turnaround, which I'm only playing the bass, so I know what the root notes are, but hold on, what are the chords in that little look? So it goes to uh, uh, D flat major seven, to uh, C seven, and then same thing down a whole step. So B natural to B flat seven, and then A natural to A flat seven. And then I think it goes to uh, C sharp or D flat, and then to uh, like F sharp thirteen. Ah. Or you can just play a dominant. Now I know the whole chord instead of just the first note in the chord. <laughs> um, all right, so I guess I'm gonna sing this. Uh, can we turn the lights up and turn the cameras on? All right. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Everybody. Oh, here we go. 
It's like Madonna Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Madonna Lee. Madonna Lee. Madonna Lee.
So uh, I want to ask you a couple questions uh, about now you you were born in Israel. Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think that lateral fricative needs to be in front of the Y. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> now, so why are you came? <laughs> Janusz for uh, for uh, for those. Uh, it's a Ghostbusters too. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Insiders. Why am I dripping with goo? Mm-hmm. So, so did you move came. from Israel to <laughs> Berlin? No, I lived from. I, I lived from. <laughs> I lived from uh, Israel, and then I moved. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my parents moved from Israel to New Jersey, slightly less exotic, <laughs> and uh, and then when I was uh, twenty four. I went to Berlin on my own. Um, Amory, give me paper towels. I spilled something over here. He got very excited. I got excited by his uh, his by my his his European traveler uh, impersonation. Uh-oh. You know, it's not as good as a my European impersonation. It's not that good, but it's nice. <laughs> Someone told me that Herbie Hancock scored Mario Brothers, and I believed it for like eight years. <laughs> and not only did I believe it, but I went up to people and I was like, did you know Herbie Hancock scored that? <laughs> did you ask Herbie? Like, Herbie, yo, Mario Brothers is sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
But it, for yeah, real, Mario Brothers is sick. <laughs> like, it's sick. When he's underwater. Your finest work, the underwater levels. So when did you start playing music? Uh, my dad had a guitar. It was never like a concert. It was just like I picked up shit. You, no, your dad's a musician too? Yeah, he played. And then my cousin got a drum set. So that was good. Oh, come on. <laughs> We're a little disorganized. When did we let that Asian bag lady in? Uh, <laughs> dropping her cans oh, and bottles. So wrong. Uh, how about your mom? Musical at all? or? Did that make you think of my mother when he said Asian bag lady? <laughs> your mom's an Asian bag lady. Well, right? I am t- Israel's technically in Asia. <laughs> my mother is not a bag lady. <laughs> That's why Jews like Chinese food. Oh. I get it. <laughs> oh, God. This is derailing so fast. Uh, <laughs> Have no, this, you this met is, Muff? This is getting right where we want it. Yeah. <laughs> This is the. This is I'm the amazed that we haven't section. gotten to this point sooner. I'm impressed with us, honestly. You're a classy bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Staten this Island. This is great. <laughs> this is awesome. Parallel tours of Staten Island. Parallel tours of Staten we Island. We make your dreams we come true. We make your dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just sort of around, and obviously you. I mean, you you took lessons at some point, right? I mean, yeah. Are you self-taught at all, or? Yeah, the best thing my dad ever did for me was keep all the teachers away till I wanted to actually study. Really? Yeah. So you, so like, uh, how did you go about learning on your own at, at first? Queen. Really? Ah, I just listen to Queen. Yeah. Want to do a Queen song? <laughs> okay, Man. Seven Seas of Rye. Let's go. <laughs> oh, whatever. No, that. No, no. Call back. <laughs> we did that already. We, we can't do. We, with we can't again. repeat a song again. Because <laughs> I don't stop me now. Yeah. Yeah. What what Queen song didn't we do? <coughs> um. Which which ones do you know? Uh, who wants to live forever? Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh. That's the the bass line's a lead instrument on that song, and uh, you're my best friend. Oh my god. John wrote that, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so. So I didn't know you were a huge Queen fan. Huge. Really? Huge. Oh, cool. That's something else we have in common. Yeah, man. Um, so, can we talk about this Adam Lambert thing? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> Although, you know, to his credit, he's he's not, he said, he's like, I'm not trying to replace Freddie. Like, you can't replace Freddie. Right. Like, He's just trying to let the other geezers have a good time again. I I saw that tour. <laughs> I went I went to that. I thought it was, I thought he did a fine job. Actually, he was my favorite part of it because he really? was he was very energetic. You know what I mean? And, and I don't think he's trying to like like obviously nobody can do Freddie. So well, have you heard that guy Mark Martell? No, he's the guy in the Queen Extravaganza, the like the sanctioned cover I've band. I've seen him, and he's got the mustache and everything. Yeah, right? he um he doesn't have the mustache anymore, but he when he sings, he sounds just like Freddie. Um. That's weird. So yeah, and, and he's it's like that that uh, uh, foreigner dude, you know, uh, <laughs> Stu Graham. <laughs> Stu Graham. <laughs> uh, oh, is it foreign? No, no. Journey. Journey. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Filipino. Yeah. Yeah, Filipino dude who sounds. That's like, his name, Phil Filipino. Filipino. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he's from Italy. Arnell. I think Arnell is his name. Bumbling. He's really like one yeah. of the nicest guys ever. And you he sounds him? great. Yeah, and he sounds amazing. He sounds just like Steve. That, yeah, uh, that that guy and they got weird. him on YouTube or something, right? Yeah, well, there's clips of of him on YouTube doing like Aerosmith songs, sounding like Steven Tyler and like Bon no Jovi shit. songs. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow, he's like the human jukebox. <laughs> so kudos, but it's it just it's a little weird, man. <laughs> it's like the thing becomes a caricature of itself. Yeah, but you know that's the gig. That's a, that's the gig yeah. is to sound like you know that that person. Womp. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, I, I can't imagine it's easier for those bands now like people who either quit or, or you know passed on or something like that it, it's gotta be so hard to keep playing yeah. and Arnell is so good like he sounds like Steve Perry but the drummer that's gotta be sounded like Steve Perry too in that band <laughs> no no when he the drummer sang he oh, would sing God. one song and no not on the drums like he's not going to like boom boom love will find Perry. you <laughs> those Chains that bind you. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. He wasn't doing that. Have we never done a jury song? Have we never? We, we, did, we did Don't Stop Believing on the songs Never to Play Ever Again and episode. We did, we did Lights. 
We did lights too. That's that two journey song. That's technically Steve Perry. All right, so what what Queen song are we doing? I don't think we all know one the, the same Queen song. It's gonna give me a reason to come back. Tell you that much. <laughs> That's right. Okay, yeah. so we'll prepare one next time. You know any journey songs? <laughs> <laughs> no, no journey songs. Um, I have so, a question. What's your question? I have a question. We were talking about his engineering before. Okay, yeah, I go to ahead. Ask before. Meh. But when I looked at your when you looked at your resume, <laughs> mm, yes. um, on the on the top or the bottom, however yeah. you want to do it. Uh, uh, chronologically, mm-hmm. but you engineered one of my favorite theme songs ever. I did. Um, which Wait, was guess the... what it is? What theme songs did mm-hmm. you engineer? Or mix? I did a few. I think I want to go with Kimmy Schmidt. There it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to know how you like. Did you did you collaborate with Jeff and the Auto Tune the News guys, or they just brought it to you and they were like, "Here." No, the 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 brothers, the Berman brothers. Those guys are uh, not Berman brothers. What am I doing? The Gregory brothers. The Berman Gregory brothers, brothers are the guys who produce who let the dogs out. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, Gregory brothers are the Auto Gregory brothers. News yeah, sorry. Blast from the past. <laughs> the Berman brothers. Wow. Shout out. So, so um, Jeff, Jeff Richmond is incredible. The guy, uh, for those of you who don't know, he did like all the music for 30 Rock and he did a lot of stuff for Saturday, Saturday Night Live. And uh, He was a musical director at Second City for a very yeah, long time. Yeah, he's, he's in, incredible. Him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's an amazing guy and a dear friend. And uh, yeah, you know, again, it wasn't like, a lot of people ask me, like, how did you get this gig or that gig? And not to sound like a dick, but it's a lot of it is not so glamorous. It's just like, hey, man, I got something for you to mix. You want to give it a shot? Hmm. I just do it, and they like it, and then it moves on. And it's the same with, like, a lot of these additions. Like, somebody asked me, like, oh, how did you get the Alicia Keys gig? And I was just like, I don't know. I just got a call for it. Like, uh, I'm right. very lucky. Like, luck is a huge part of it. And then, obviously, like, being able to deliver, s- deliver yeah. like, you know, at least to the threshold that you're expected once that door opens. So that's cool. But um, the Kimmy Schmidt thing that just came, you know, from being cool with Jeff and, and he, he had uh, the thing almost done. And there was a, there was a, I think it was supposed to be delivered like two days from when I got the call and they just couldn't get it right. And it just, it was, it was a big session. It was like, I, I forgot how many tracks exactly, but for like it, a thirty-second song, right? Yeah, but but there's so many elements. I mean, Jeff is so incredible. There's like like you know like all these drum tracks and a lot of things that I took out. There's like a lot of stuff that's not there and some other stuff that we added later. But um, it's amazing, and uh, actually, I feel very honored and, and privileged to see how it all comes together. Like you know, to see all the little pieces of it and how he put it together is quite brilliant. Can I and, ask you a nuts and bolts question about that? Yeah. Um. How, how did they? What format did they deliver it to you? Did they like send you a drive, or they they you know you get Dropbox. It from a cloud? Dropbox. Yeah. And was it the whole session? Uh. Or, or well, it, was like, it was it was different sessions. We compiled it together. Really. Yeah. So we took some stuff from here and there, and then like, like maybe there's a few soft synths that I didn't have, so Jeff sent me some files, and then, um. Now, are you like um, this? Is a really nerdy question. Man, um, are you are you just saying okay, bounce that track from zero, or are you just saying give me your Pro Tools session file or something like that? No, because a lot of stuff was um, sort of like a lot of stuff. Like if it was really far into this, like a lot of stuff that's done to picture. Okay, might be on like bar three hundred seventy four. So you, you're not gonna go to zero, but you'll bar, you'll bounce from the beginning of like maybe two bars before. Okay. So he'll tell you. So even drop if it's audio, in. right? Right. So it'll be attached with an actual. And it was all like time coded and stuff. Yeah. It was no, it wasn't time coded. There was no SMPTE or nothing like that. It was just uh, time two picture. There was yeah. a picture in yeah. the session, and then there was. Uh, That's gotta one. be a bitch. Like, it's okay. To mix to picture. The cool thing, the cool thing that that I liked about it is a lot of stuff now with TV is is you you uh, mix surround. And then you fold back. So there's never a stereo mix. <clears throat> to get really nerdy, there's an algorithm that, that takes the surround mix and folds it into stereo. So, so when you, you listen to headphones, you're never actually hearing a stereo mix. It's not like separate yeah. prints. Uh, so you got to make sure that when you're doing your big sort of like 7-1 or 5-1 or 9-1 or whatever mix, you're, um, you're, you're always bouncing back to the stereo so what we ended up doing actually is bouncing after 
I mixed with the stereo, and then we bounced out all the stems, and then we went to the big uh, post house, and, and me and Jeff and a few other guys, uh, we mapped it all and made sure that it all folds back perfectly. So, okay, in your studio, wherever you worked, you did, yeah. you made sure it sounded okay stereo. It sounded killing in okay. stereo. Okay. Killing stereo. Yeah. And then, now I'm assuming the place you're at doesn't have surround sound capability, so you have to go to a post-production. It actually place. does, but I wanted to work with Jeff together on the surround stuff. Okay, so you, you did a mix. You bring the session into this post-production? Yeah. Okay, and now... With how, stems. How, oh, with stems, okay. Uh, pre-mixed? No, no, all mixed. All mixed. Okay, so now you're just, are you at that point just assigning things to speakers for spatial placement? And then you keep going back using the algorithm, see here's what it's going to sound like when someone's listening right. through their television. Yes. And here's what it's going to sound like when someone has a proper, you know, 5.1, right. 6.1, whatever. Or headphones or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but it's that's... always just one mix. Right. So, because there's no, <coughs> so even though, um, well, is it different for film? Because like I know film has you have different options. Like you have a stereo mix, or is a stereo yeah, mix so just like a, a fold a, down? Uh, right. I think there's a. It depends on, on the format. But some DVDs do have like, dedicated mixes for right. certain formats. This is this is I could talk about this for hours. See? This is very fascinating. This is very exciting. This is why I'm here. His eyes are gleaming from across the room. <laughs> now, Richie, you have you you've heard that theme song though, right? Oh, it's, it's actually amazing. not. It's like not a traditional. For those who haven't heard it, go listen oh, to great. it. It's psycho. It's not like <laughs> that's what it is. Like when you think TV theme song, you're thinking like, show me that smile again. So, so muffled, but sing it's it. like sing it. Unbreakable. We're alive, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a miracle. Females are strong. It's like yeah. females are strong as hell. Right. There's a, another guy that Jeff works with called Giancarlo. Mm-hmm. Giancarlo uh, Volcano, and he's amazing too. Really, really great guy. And uh, those two together come up with some amazing things. So I'm really. It's another perfect example to the other conversation of always being a student and like no matter like if you're a guitar player or something else like being involved in in one specific capacity helps you learn approaches to other things you do you know uh like i learned a lot about just scoring and dealing with like i'm doing a movie now that i'm music supervising wow and <laughs> like i've learned so much from just watching jeff deal with a blank canvas like how do you score that picture and then hearing that music against that like i would have never come up with some of that stuff but i've really it's just luck, man. Get get to see masters, man. He's really smart musically. I have that whole. He's just really smart. Period. He's really smart in general and hilarious. He might be one of the funniest people I've ever met. No, what's the person name? Jeff Richmond. Jeff, Jeff Richmond. And, and he's Tina Fey's husband. Oh, they, okay. They met in the one Chicago. Who did the music to Thirty Rock? Yeah. yeah. Ah. So much. I'm gonna shift to the other nerd brain now. Uh-oh. Let's talk guitar gear. Your penis? Man. Obviously, Aww. you. <laughs> Um, you have a very cool custom guitar there. Uh, care to talk about that? Oh yeah, the old moon guitar. Oh, this whole thing. This this whole thing. Uh, this guy named Ray Redness makes them in Connecticut, and he. Uh, you should know you have one. I do. And uh, <laughs> he uh, he makes them by hand, and they're amazing. And I've, you know, through the years, I've had a lot of instruments thrown at me. And I choose to play these. They're just awesome. They do everything I want them to. How many do you have of those? <laughs> oh, God. You have a lot of old moon guitars? Yeah. Really? Okay, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> we're, um, we're, uh, number six is being made. Now. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And you also have a, a D'Angelico endorsement, right? Yeah. Uh, which one do you play from them? Hmm. I have... Uh, my favorite that I play is the uh, the double cutaway, right? That I have a single, and also the solid body is beautiful. It's like kind yep. of kind of like a Les Paul, but right. it's chambered. And I I have a, a, an endorsement with a company called Mojotone, and they uh, I put their PAF pickups inside that the Angelica, and it sounds incredible. These are also Mojotone uh, knockouts and the Strat, so they're almost like P90s, but wow, and uh, single coil formers. That's why it's so hot. Now, what about um, amps? What do you what do you like? Well, Mojotone actually make incredible amps too, so I use those. Uh, I have a Plexi that they made me that's unbelievable, and uh, two tweeds that I play in stereo. <laughs> so, so you so you use three amps when you do an Alicia date? It depends on uh, on the 
like if it's a tour and I can just bring whatever and throw it in a truck, then I, I may. Now, are but you doing that in like a wet, dry, wet sort of configuration or? Sometimes. Uh, what, I'm, what I've been doing lately is just actually use one Plexi and one Tweed and sort of dial them up the same way. But then when I push them, they break up slightly different. And what happens is you get this wide texture. Right. <laughs> now, are you? Is there another guitar player in that band, or are Mm-mm. you it? Just me. So you have some real estate you have to fill up. Yes. And a so, lot, so yeah. it's important for you to be in stereo. You, you, yeah. Um, and sometimes what, there's stuff I play that you don't even think is a guitar, but really. Yeah. Um, now, are you achieving that just texturally with how you're playing with pedals or? Uh... Oh, I'm a pedal whore. It's terrible. <laughs> I have a lot. I have like two giant pedal boards, and it's all MIDI controlled, and it's up. Everything's up on relays, so like my clean sound is. Go on, really. Please, please, uh, please so, go in detail. And our, uh, our audience <coughs> enjoys this. Yeah, really. Yeah, this is a geeky show. And by our audience, I love me it. and Richie. <laughs> I'm gonna start listening to these. I like this. <laughs> this is fun. So, um, okay. So you have um, so everything's up on relays. What? What? Okay. So every, uh, a relay meaning uh, for your amp switching or for your loops? For my for, for my loops. So, okay. My my guitar goes into this analog box that has the pedals uh, on loop. So anything, I'm, all the pedals are on. Let me just, now I know not everybody who listens to the show is, is a super tech uh, geek. So I'm just going to give a quick explanation of what, what he's talking about, what we're talking about. Not everybody um, on this show is either. Yeah, <laughs> it's a super so tech geek, listen so up. go on. Um, <laughs> when you plug a guitar into a pedal usually you just plug your guitar into say it's like a fuzz pedal or an echo pedal and that goes right into your amp great then you plug two in okay fine <laughs> then three then four then five the problem is you get degradation to your original sound right because you're going through all of that circuitry all of that hardware and after a while you start <laughs> ruining your initial guitar sound which might have been right. nice at one point but then it turns to nothing right so like let's say you have like I'm making this up eight pedals but right. you're only using one there's no point for the other seven pedals to be in the chain because you're going through them and you're just losing your tone. Right. Also, another reason for that is, let's say I have two pedals turned on and then I want to turn those two off and go right into another three. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, turn four on and turn the other four off. You know? Right. Uh, without MIDI switches, that would be like, you'd have to tap dance on stage. Yep. But... The way my rig is set up, I just hit one preset, and I have my sound set. What are you using for the <coughs> for your main board, like your main? I have uh, it's this Polish company that I love. They're called G Lab. Have you heard of them? Yep. They make great stuff. Uh, Warren Haynes using some of their stuff, and all kinds of people. But they are, they make also a few pedals that I like. They have this wah pedal that you can just touch, Ooh. and it, it goes on. It's, it's like as soon as you take your foot off of it, it's off the, the path, and they make a lot of neat stuff, and um, you know, also the the big controller sends up MIDI messages, so yep. like I can change pat. Like let's say I use a lot of Eventide stuff. Yep. So <clears throat> I have MIDI uh, tempo and and program changes going to to those pedals. And, That's uh, so awesome. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, and it gets it gets deeper too because I'm also running stuff in parallel. Okay. So like like I have uh, my springs and my amps. Are off. My tech actually disconnected my strings, my springs. Right. And I have my signal split to even tied space. And then it comes back through a, a summing mixer, and then that all goes into the amp. So how I'm, big is your your rig? Like, does it go into like four cases? Or it something? depends. It depends on on the gig, and, and it's constantly changing. Yeah. It's constantly changing. Now, is this something that you do? You work with your tech to design this, or do you like? Dude, this is what I want. <laughs> this is what I just spent hours on the interweb looking at schematics and it's oh always God. changing. I would love I would love to have a rig like that, but I Blue Warrior Cult does fly dates. So we I mean, right. always rent our gear. So Yeah, backlines You're difficult. playing through my rig right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, uh, in reality, it's it's difficult to buy stuff that sounds bad nowadays. I mean, everything sounds good, but I mean, obviously, a lot of it is in the driver, but mm-hmm. um, to really go that extra mile and, and to get that juiciness, <coughs> excuse me, you gotta, you gotta get uh, 
more work and unfortunately that also deals with more troubleshooting and yep when you're dealing with analog stuff like there's always a cable or two that goes wrong and you gotta hunt it well that sucks but fortunately I, I can afford the tech so yeah that helps a lot you know um, so I wanna start I've kept you here for a very long time so I wanna start getting to our our last tune before we do that Back to the Future Day was yesterday already <laughs> <laughs> so late I want to ask you one more question. Where can people find out about what you're doing and how can they keep up with you? My website. I, I try to blog every once in a while, like every week or two, just drop a note what I'm up to. So what's your website? Hanananonline.com. H-A-N-A-N online.com. Cool. And you also you have a social <laughs> media presence too. You know, oh, I have a, I'm very social and media. <laughs> I feel like I, I, music. Yeah. I feel like I keep up with you through uh, Instagram and Facebook. It's very like important. Say. No, you're right. It's important to plug it in. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a very poor job of self-promoting, but it's because I'm having such a good time. <laughs> that <clears throat> We're going to do... Uh, yeah, Hanan Music. So check that out. Check out Hanan Music or, uh, or HananMusicOnline.com. No, no. Hanan Online. That's the website. HananOnline.com and on Facebook. And it's Hanan Music yeah, and Instagram and, and, and all that. Right, Hanan Music on social media. So check that out and see the incredible things he's doing. Oh, God bless you. Um, So we're going to do one. What's the matter? Pick? Yeah, I'll find it. Let's turn the lights on so you can see. This is like that Jack Black uh, thing when he loses his pick. Pick of destiny. (laughs) Anybody see my pick? It was a little gray pick. That's it. Show's over. Show's over. There it is. Um, so the next song we're going to do is this is a first I think we're doing a, a song that isn't from the <laughs> 80s or 70s wow. <laughs> I think this is the most recent song we have and, oh, and that isn't a Katy Perry song <laughs> we're doing a song from 1991 <laughs> that's the latest we've done Donnelly yes Donnelly Donnelly I know but I'm just saying I'm surprised we know a song. <laughs> the guitar already makes that sound, Richie. <laughs> It's just a straight. You just came out the wrong beat. That's all. <laughs> that song is just a straight up rock beat. <laughs> Did you ever see the behind the scenes in the studio? Yep. I see that. Fried chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> John Dickens. <laughs> okay, so this song we're going to do, we're going to end with, um, is Love on Top by Beyonce, which is a song I uh, just heard for the first time because I, because I only listened to like three bands. <laughs> and I told Hanan when we were discussing this, I was like, man, this song is great. <laughs> This is what happens when I stop listening to Van Halen. And he's like, no, no, no. Keep listening to Van Halen, but just listen to other things, too. (laughs) Too little Van Halen is a problem as well. Uh, So, Love on Top. So, this has a really cool chord progression. uh, It starts on C. And then it goes... What chord is that? It's like F sharp 7 flat 5. Okay. Or sharp 11. And then F... And then sometimes it goes to like A flat. Well, it's different every time where it goes to the A flat. When I was in the bathroom, I farted really loud. Did you catch that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, Damn. you mean did it in, the, in the microphones? No, like just when I was in there. Just I was hoping they'll just come out. <clears throat> it's too bad. Because <laughs> I just noticed you went in there and I didn't hear anything. So I was like, did my fart get wasted? See, actually, instead of soundproofing this room, I just soundproofed that room, so clients can't hear what I'm doing. That's (laughs) brilliant. I don't really need this to be soundproof. Preference. (laughs) Priorities are everything. So that's the basic, the basic gist of this. Um, Oh, what did I miss? Nothing. Um, So, Amber, you're gonna sing this. He had never heard this song before. You don't watch movies either. I love this song. I didn't know. It's a good one. Listen, I only know the songs because my students want to learn these songs. Like, just check the camera angles. Oh, Brandy, are they are they rolling? I just, I just started rolling. 
Can you see me standing? Not that I'm that much taller when I'm standing as opposed to sitting. No. No, she wasn't. No, but I can't really sing this song sitting down. No, well, here, I'm going to, I'm moving. Are you going to sit like this? All right. He's going home. So we're gonna do um, after chorus two. You're gonna play a lead and then take it into like that's gonna be first pre-chorus. Then Amory's gonna j- jump in for that pre- okay. another pre-chorus. That low pre-chorus. And then we're going up to E flat. Okay. <laughs> How do you want to end it? Oh, that's a good question. We we didn't discuss that in the last song, so we should probably should do that now. I like. Oh, We should we should slow not slow but like just let it breathe a second. Finally stop. Finally you put my love on. I'll throw my hands. Okay, so I'll throw my so hands. Hanan, give us one of those cool like when you go to an R and B concert Thanks, like buddy. ending like crazy like wow ending. Oh yeah, all right. Like so that you, flat six fun like, times. Game over. Block stuff, let us, you know. And
Emery. <laughs> I'd like to thank our special guest, Hanan Rubenstein, hey. for joining us today. This is a really cool cool thing. This a great fun, episode, guys. and I, I really liked hearing the insight of someone who wears a lot of hats and is successful mm. at a, a lot of different things. So really, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. This was awesome, and, and hopefully you'll come back again. It would be my pleasure and honor. Yeah! Andy Escalise on drums, Vinny Desente on keyboards, Anne-Marie Castellan on vocals, Jarrett Pressman on uh, kazoo, Brandy Metaxas hanging out and helping us out. I'm Richie Castellano. Thanks for listening. See you next time.